Hello and Happy New Year. Welcome to the first analytical chemistry podcast for 2015. I'm Antonella Mazur, Managing Editor of the Journal. On today's episode, we'll speak with Professor Igor Lednev, professor at the University of Albany. In our January 6th issue, Igor co-authored a review as part of the 2015 Fundamental and Applied Review Special Issue with co-authors Claire Murrow, Kyle Doty, Dr. Justin Bueno, and Dr. Lenka Halimakova. The review is entitled, Vibrational Spectroscopy, Recent Developments to Revolutionize Forensic Science. The 2015 Fundamental and Applied Review Special Issue includes a total of 19 reviews included as part of the January 6th issue and can be accessed free online for the remainder of 2015. Be sure to visit pubs.acs.org ac to browse the issue. For more highlights from analytical chemistry, follow us on Twitter at twitter.com an underscore chem and follow and like us on Facebook at facebook.com analyticalchemistry. In 2009, the National Academy of Sciences reported on the current status of forensic science in the U.S., including challenges and ways of improvement. Due to the intimate involvement of forensic science and judicial systems, the report described features methods must include and features that must be avoided in order to prevent bias. Quantitative methods that have an associated statistical confidence are preferred, and bonus features include automated and cost-effective methods. Vibrational spectroscopy techniques, namely Raman and infrared spectroscopy, are becoming increasingly more popular in forensic science. These techniques are non-destructive, fast, quantitative, and confirmatory with automation capabilities, all of which make these model techniques according to the 2009 report. The review co-authored by Igor and colleagues describe forensic developments made in the field of vibrational spectroscopy since 2012, and Igor joins us today to discuss some of these significant advances. Hello, Igor. Welcome to the show. Oh, hello, Mary. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. To begin, can you briefly describe some of the major advances made in the field in the past two years? Sure. To answer your question, let me emphasize first that forensic science is intimately involved in judicial system, and as such, it must be completely objective and reliable. For example, in order to prevent bias from an investigator, forensic methods should be quantitative and allow for error be objectively estimated. It would be also ideal for analysis to be automated and cost-effective. Finally, the ideal forensic method should be non-destructive to preserve the evidence and applicable at the crime scene, so it could provide the information to the law enforcement agent as soon as possible. I truly believe that Raman and infrared spectroscopy offers excellent opportunity for developing such ideal forensic instruments. First of all, vibrational spectroscopy is well known for its intrinsic selectivity and is widely used for identification purposes. Both techniques are non-destructive, rapid, quantitative, and confirmatory. A variety of portable Raman and infrared spectrometers are commercially available now and have already found many practical applications. So, during the past two years, many significant advances have been made in developing new forensic methods based on vibrational spectroscopy. We actually attempted to briefly overview all of them in our review article, but in the interest of time, let me mention only some of them now. 
DNA analysis has recently become the major source of individual evidence. Detection and identification of body fluid traces at a crime scene is important for DNA recovery. A new method of thermal infrared imaging analysis was introduced by Steve Morgan and co-workers at the University of South Carolina for the detection of biological stains on various substrates and surfaces. Their method is non-destructive and more sensitive than current biochemical tests. Our laboratory has developed a highly selective, non-destructive, rapid method for identification of body fluid traces using multidimensional Raman spectroscopic signature. In addition, the Van Leeuwen research group in Amsterdam showed that the age of blood stain can be estimated based on a near-infrared spectroscopy. All these three emerging technologies have a great potential to significantly improve uh, biological stain detection and identification at a crime scene and improve substantially the efficiency of forensic serology, including the utilization of DNA evidence. Significant progress has also been made in the gunshot residue research during the last two years. The Garcia Ruiz Research Group in Madrid, Spain, and our laboratory reported independently on a new method for ammunition identification using Raman spectroscopy of gunshot residue. We also develop an infrared and Raman imaging procedures to automatically detect gunshot residue particles. Another important development came from the Washington State Patrol Crime Laboratory, where Edward Suzuki used infrared spectroscopy to identify pigments in automotive paint. Jürgen Pop and coworkers in Jena, Germany, have used Raman spectroscopic techniques for detecting pathogens. That is extremely important concern for biosafety disciplines. Well, these are just a few new developments, and I invite listeners to read our articles for the complete overview. How do chemometrics play a role here? Good question. Chemometrics is of tremendous importance for forensic science because of two major reasons. First, chemometric analysis increases significantly the differentiation power of spectroscopic methods in general and vibrational spectroscopy in particular. Typically, Raman and infrared spectra provide quite complex fingerprint-like signatures of samples. Therefore, multivariate statistical analysis is required to process, quantify, and classify vibrational spectroscopic data. Second, statistical analysis allows for obtaining the confidence interval or error rate that is of vital importance for forensic science, as I have already mentioned. Are there any drawbacks to using either Raman or IR spectroscopy? The only
only drawback which I can see now is the information provided by vibrational spectroscopic methods is limited to the class type evidence and not individual evidence like DNA typing and fingerprints provide. And finally, what's in store for the future? Well, vibrational spectroscopy is a rapidly developing field. There are several emerging technologies which show great potential for forensic applications in the future. To name a few, tip-enhanced Raman spectroscopy, or TERS, is a novel technique which combines Raman spectroscopy with scanning probe microscopy. As a result, chemical information could be obtained in a single molecule scale. The Van Dyne Research Group at Northwestern University used TERS to analyze and identify ink on a handwritten document dated back to 19th century. It has also been demonstrated by Volker Decker and co-workers in Jena, Germany, that TERS has a great potential for determining the sequence of a single DNA strand. This type of analysis could possibly allow for DNA typing for forensic purposes based on a single DNA molecule recovered at a crime scene. Combining chemical information obtained from Raman spectroscopy with elemental information offered by other methods opens new exciting opportunity in analytical chemistry in general and forensic science in particular. Two techniques that offer this dualistic type of information are Raman spectroscopy combined with laser-induced breakdown spectroscopy and Raman spectroscopy combined with scanning electron microscopy energy dispersive X-ray spectroscopy. Also, these integrated techniques have not been used for forensic purposes. The advantages could be extremely useful in the future. Very interesting work, Igor. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for your interest. That's it for today's show. Thanks to Igor for joining us today, and thanks to all of you for listening. Is there something you'd like to hear on a future show? Send us your ideas to analytical at acs.org. Be sure to tune in next month for more highlights from analytical chemistry, and remember to visit us online at pubs.acs.org.